This is a fascinating concept that I have not spoken on in two and a half years of these live streams. I've mentioned it in passing once or twice at the most, but the concept is called the treasury of merit. This is something that could make one of the most impactful factors in your salvation that you've probably at best briefly heard about, at least never really understood. This is an incredible part of our faith that ties to this reading, sometimes called the treasury of the church or the treasury of merit. What is it? It's like a spiritual bank account that all of our names are on the account. You know, when you go to the bank, well, I can't help you, your name's not on the account. Well, guess what? You're baptized. You're a follower of Christ, a disciple. You are on that bank account. It's called the body of Christ. Okay? With your prayers your penances, your act of charity, you make deposits. It's like this big, as I said, spiritual bank account. And you make deposits into it every time you do something good. So offer a holy communion, pray the rosary, do an act of love and charity for somebody that you normally wouldn't. All these are like deposits into this big treasury. Now, others, especially Mary and the saints, have done the same thing. They're the big donors, right? They are putting in their spiritual goods. Now, they are infinitely better than material goods. That's what Jesus just told us here. One's life does not consist of possessions. Thus it will be for the one who stores up treasure for himself, but is not rich in what matters to God. God is more concerned with the eternal than our temporal, even though he's concerned with both. But what matters is the eternal. So those merits that are put into this giant spiritual bank account called the treasury of merit or the treasury of the church are then distributed by God or through Mary to those in need, including yourself. So when you are doing well and you're able to pray and do works of charity, you make deposits. Then when somebody is in need of great need, you make a withdrawal. This is critical. The merits are distributed to others in need via indulgences. Now, this I have talked about before, but make deposits when you can and then withdrawals when you or your loved ones need them. This is what Jesus said to St. Faustina in diary number 1226. If you don't believe this is true, listen to Christ's own words. Postulant Paul will read that at the end of communion. He'll read what our Lord says about the treasuries of the church. He actually calls it by name. Now, here's what the catechism states. I think this is fascinating. This is catechism 1476 and 77. Listen to this. 
I just looked this up this morning. The treasury of the church is the infinite value which can never be exhausted, which Christ's merits have before God the Father. They were offered so that the whole of mankind could be set free from sin and attain communion with the Father. In Christ, the Redeemer himself, the satisfactions and merits of his redemption exist and find their efficacy. This treasury includes as well the prayers and good works of the Blessed Virgin Mary. They are truly immense, unfathomable. Interesting word there, right? That's what Faustino always uses for God's mercy. And even pristine in their value before God. In this treasury, too, are the prayers and good works of all the saints. This is why the saints are important. And all those who have followed in the footsteps of Christ the Lord, that's us, and by his grace have made their lives holy and carried out the mission the Father entrusted to them. That's hopefully us. In this way, they attained their own salvation, and at the same time, they cooperated in saving their brothers in the unity of the mystical body. That's basically saying that you've been put, your name has been put on this giant spiritual bank account. What are you doing with it? Are you going to be like the man in the parable of the talents that just said, I buried it and did nothing with it. He got in big trouble, remember? The owner was happy with the guy that he gave 10 talents and he made 10 more. So guess what, everybody? You do 10 good acts of love on this earth and put them into the spiritual treasury, God will make 10 more by distributing to those in need. It's a fascinating concept and it's church teaching. I'm not making this up. This is church teaching. Now, how do we know this? We'll go right to the Bible. Oh, where, where's that in the Bible, Father? All right, what does Colossians 1.24 say? This is the basis of it. Quote, Now I, we're talking about the Apostle Paul, rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh, and no Protestants that I know can explain this, I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body that is the church. Oh, we don't need the church, Father. St. Paul just said you do. Complete what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ. Notice he didn't say what's complete lacking in the redemption of Christ. So what could he possibly talk about? What possibly could be lacking in the sufferings of Christ? Our sufferings, united to his on the cross. Christ cannot add our sufferings to the cross if we deny him or refuse to offer it up. That's why that phrase is so important, offer it up. What is lacking in the sufferings of Christ? Just as Paul constantly reminds his readers that Christ suffered and died for them, the reader, 
Paul now reminds them that he, Paul, suffers for them, the body of Christ. His role of suffering servant is complemented by what he does, good works, love. Ours can be too. Be like St. Paul. You know, Thomas Aquinas, he argued that the saints performed their good actions for the church, just like St. Paul. These merits then are the common property of the whole church. So every time you make a deposit into this treasury of grace, I can do an indulgence and get those graces out for my father or my mother or my sister or my brothers. Because we are all on that bank account. It's called the body of Christ. And what Paul means by what is lacking is if you're not putting into it. Christ, this body, is this beautiful, beautiful entity that is our salvation. It's called the church. But what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ is when you don't put in your deposit <clears throat> into that spiritual bank account. What is lacking is when you don't take your sufferings and offer them to the cross of Christ. That's what's lacking. Nothing Christ did is lacking. What's lacking is our cooperation. And so when we cooperate and we make a deposit, Father, how do I make a deposit? Every time you do a rosary, offer it up. That term, offer it up, is so commonly said with such little understanding. Offer it up. I was, as a kid, I hated that term, I always say, because it meant I didn't get what I wanted. So the best offerings up is when you don't get what you want. Maybe your game was rained out at the baseball game and you're, you're upset. You're just, offer it up. Okay, Lord, you know, I'm putting this little, this little inconvenience into the treasury of grace, this treasury of merit, this treasury of the church. Pray a rosary, offer that up. If you don't have a particular intention, offer it up in general to the, to, the, to, the, to the treasury of the church so that somebody else can make that withdrawal when they're in need. And then when you're in need, you can make the withdrawal from other people who had put their treasury deposits. It's a beautiful concept, all made possible by the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so I want to finish by reading the paragraph from Catholic Answers. And they said it very well here. Here's what they said. The church acknowledges. And, and you know what? Somebody might say before I read this paragraph. I can't do something for somebody else. Oh, yeah. What about the four men and the paralytic? My favorite gospel passage. Outside of John 6, maybe. If you do do something, God will accept that for somebody else. He healed the man because of the faith of the four guys on the roof. The guy on the mat didn't do anything. The four men on the roof did. So if you have a loved one that's fallen away from the church, if you have somebody who's a non-believer, if you have somebody who's struggling, suffering, you can step in. How do we know this? Listen to this. Best paragraph I ever heard explained the treasury of merit. The church acknowledges that God blesses some people because other people have pleased him. The ultimate example is that of that is Jesus Christ. 
God the Father blesses us because his son pleased him. As a result, when his son, Jesus, intercedes for us, God the Father gives us blessings. In other words, because of what Jesus did, we receive a blessing. That same principle is in Scripture when you have, for example, David pleasing God and Solomon displeasing God. God nevertheless blessed Solomon. Wait a minute, Solomon displeased God, but he blessed him because of David. God tells Solomon that because of David, my servant, I'm going to take the entire, I'm not, sorry, I'm not going to take the kingdom away from you and your descendants. And I'm not going to take it away from you during your life. Later, I think he took it from his descendants, but he was given a chance. So we see God mitigating a punishment on Solomon because of his father, David, who had pleased him, pleased God. Can you imagine? Your kids, your children, your siblings, your spouse who have fallen away from the church have done nothing to please God. You can get them blessings because of your faithfulness. That's incredible. In the same way, Catholics understand that Christ, as well as Mary and the other saints, have done things that have pleased God. Because of that, we can be blessed. This is the whole concept of the saints, which unfortunately the Protestants reject. They're losing a lot of grace. And on this basis... On the basis of those things, he gives benefits of various natures to us. That is the treasury of merit. It is something that everyone who pleases God contributes to. Make a deposit. Not just the canonized saints, not just Mary, you. And fundamentally, it's all based on the work of Christ because he is the one who provided an infinite merit and an infinite satisfaction before God the Father. And it's account of that that we are even able to please God. I don't know if this makes any sense, but this is one of the most amazing concepts of our faith that we can truly help somebody else and the most important thing, not buying them something, not giving them more possessions, not getting them a new car or a new TV, getting them something way more valuable, spiritual merit, blessings from God. Merits from the treasury then are distributed when people living or dead need an extra grace. They need merits to enter heaven. And you can get it from. This is the basis of indulgences. How beautiful that we can help our loved ones in need, even though we are not canonized saints. As Jesus says in the scripture, don't build your treasure on this earth. If you think the treasure on this earth is your house, your car, your retirement, your 401k, God bless you. That's being prudent. On another parable, Jesus blesses those who are prudent. But he says, don't be foolish. 
to this man and put all your stock in earthly things, earthly possessions. Build your treasure in heaven where it truly matters. You're going to hear Jesus tell that to St. Faustina in a few minutes here. It's really something we're thinking about, and it absolutely is something worth doing. Make your deposits, because I promise you there will come a time when you or your loved ones need to make a withdrawal. And the more that you'll be able to give them will be how much you built in your treasure in heaven. Now, we know God's not keeping a scorecard, but he knows the heart. And he knows the heart that if you've been doing these beautiful Christ-like actions, prayers and penances and suffrages, God will reward those who you love. How amazing. Because all the prayers that we have for each other is going to help us to get to heaven. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.